This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Take a look at cattle for Monday, February 27th. Well, pretty impressive run in cattle so far where we just uh, just up, 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 almost straight up on the front month Febs. The back month seemed to run out of gas on Friday. We had a, a new contract high. Then the market sold off, took out the previous day's low. So we had an outside day lower, pretty big outside day lower, actually. And, of course, that's a key reversal. And it looked like the market was really going to just kind of buckle and roll over. You know, we closed mid-range, so we didn't close on the low. And it was still steady to lower for the day, but it definitely was not uh, a washout to the downside. So they weren't really willing to lean on this market and try to uh, take advantage of what was becoming a key reversal headed into the weekend and before a cattle on feed report. So for the week, live cattle front month in Febs were up $1.62. On the Aprils, we were basically still steady to a little bit higher on the week. In feeders, uh, the market there has been more of a struggle. We've been pacing sideways for three or four weeks. And then on Thursday, the market finally broke above the trading range high. Uh, Friday, we tried to kind of negate that. And there too, like the live cattle were doing, we had put in a new high, just barely taken out the previous day's high. It was not a contract high, but definitely a new high for this move. And then the market rolled over and it looked like it was going to get a pretty big reversal down. And then it too bounced coming into the close and we closed about mid-range. So it wasn't a major washout there in feeder cattle either. So that tells me, again, you know, the 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 shorts are trying to take stabs at this market, uh, trying to see what becomes of it, but not all that committed to the position. In the cash market last week, we were a bit higher. Uh, Fed trade average was around 164. That was up two on the week. The um, dress trade at 260 was up three. Box beef values choice was down for the first time in uh 13 days, I believe, down 63 cents at 287. Select was up 121 at 277. The spread lost $1.84 at 1020. Movement was 95 loads. And so for the week, we had 413 loads. Of course, Monday was a holiday, so we expect that to be a little on the light side. So getting back to the box beef values, we had quite a run 12 days in a row for the choice, and the select was up 11 of those 12 days. But then select has continued to move higher while this uh, choice has kind of stalled out. So we've been up for 13 of the last 14 days in select for a rally of $22, and that is up 8%, or excuse me, $25, and that's up 10%. The choice was up $22 over these last 14 days, and that's up 8%. So still a pretty good run, but obviously we're seeing a little bit of pushback on the higher-valued box beef. In the slaughter rate, uh, we're for the week through Friday, we had 600,000 heads slaughtered, down 20,000 from the previous week. And of course, Monday was a holiday, and right steady with a year ago. The uh, feeder cattle index gained 20 cents. We're sitting at 182.77. In um, slaughter rates, slaughter, excuse me, slaughter weight, dressed weights at 827 pounds. That was equal with the previous week and down about 16 pounds from a year ago. So we're in that time of year where slaughter weights come down normally. And uh, we're also looking at a contraction of numbers because of the light placements last fall. So 
and, and this is headed into the time of year when demand tends to be pretty strong as retailers get ready for the grilling season. Um, I, I just think that's a very bullish position to be in. The market may not go straight up, but I think there's plenty of upside left here. We're still a good five, six dollars away on the cash trade from the all-time high. Um, so, I mean, we're, we are getting into pretty lofty levels. We've already been in a long-term uptrend. I just think there's more to go. I think the, the price action to look for here is an acceleration to the upside. We've had a good, steady, uh, grinding way higher. What you want to see for a topping action is an acceleration of that to the upside. You want to see a wider trading ranges for the day and the market be strong, probably three or four days in a row. And then you can expect that the market's running out of gas, that it's kind of the capitulation. So that's a kind of chart formation I'm looking for. And granted, Friday, it, it did look like we were going to get a pretty big reversal down. And technically we did. But uh, again, the market didn't close on the low. It, I mean, it was mid-range, so it wasn't like they were really leaning on the market. So I still think there's more upside to go seasonally. Live cattle tend to peak in, in about mid-March. I think that's going to stretch just because we're in a bull market. There's a lot of momentum to the upside. I think that'll stretch at least in the late March, probably early April. For feeders, a lot depends on rain in the plains. Can you get enough grass to really stoke demand? But I think when you look everywhere outside those that dry western, southern, and central plains pocket, virtually everybody is in a much better moisture situation this year than they were a year ago. So I think demand for calves is going to stay strong. You're in the herd rebuilding process in the very early stages. And we've still got a, at least a couple of years of heifer retention in front of us. So this, this, this does paint a pretty bullish picture for cattle. You do need grass. You do need hay. I think that's on the way. The Western Plains are the only thing I think that's really holding this, this market back. But I think you're going to have that strong rally in early May anyway from a normal seasonal perspective. When you have good grazing conditions, the feeder cattle market tends to be strong in early May. Once you get past early May, you're pretty much done placing animals on grass if, you, if you're going to do it. So that's what we're targeting. That said, you know, if you're retaining heifers and, and putting a lot of calves on grass, the feedlots are going to continue to scramble looking for animals to fill these empty pens coming up. Um, I think you're going to have a good corn crop. It, the odds are at least you'll get it off to a good start. I mean, you can't assume the whole thing's in the bin already, but certainly the prospect for a good start to the corn crop is quite strong. And all of those things are supportive to the feeder market. A real quick taking a look at the cattle on feed report on Friday. We had uh, total on feed numbers as of February 1st at 96% of a year ago at 11.7 million head. That was right in line with the trade estimate. And it's the lowest on-feed numbers for February 1 that we've seen in four years. January placements were at 96%, a little bit less than what the trade is looking for. They were looking for 97%. It was 1.3 million head. That was the lowest placement number for January since 2016. January marketings at 104% were right in line with the trade estimate at 1.85 million head. So taking a look at the, you know, where the biggest drops were, you know, the, the major states as far as uh, feedlots go, pretty much all had a drop in on feed. Texas was down 6%, Nebraska down 3%, Kansas down 4%, Colorado down 10%. For placements, 
Texas was down 3%, Nebraska down 8%, Kansas was up 4%. Curious as to why that was, but uh, Colorado was down 17%. When you look at the breakdown uh, for steers and heifers, steers on feed were down 5% from a year ago, and heifers were down 1% from a year ago. I think what's happening here is uh, the, the the drawdown in heifers being moved through the auction barns is having that effect. Usually heifers have been running ahead of the previous year as far as uh, on feed from in, in comparison to their own percentage and that's starting to drop here. So I, I think that's what's happening but uh, it is worth noting that what we've been hearing and what we've been seeing is that demand for heifers has been strong and uh, herd rebuilding is in the very early stages so still look for that to continue as I was just mentioning here a few minutes ago. So with cattle uh, the seasonals are up. I think uh, you know Friday's price action is a shot across the bow that uh, sellers are trying to take a stab at this market see how committed the bulls are. I think the bulls are, are in, in a pretty good position. Uh, the cash market is strong uh, the, the seasonal is up, the trend is up. So I think the, the, the pullbacks will be well supported in cattle. I think we've got another good month to go for live cattle. For feeders, if the rains do not come, we'll probably just grind our way higher into early May. If they do come into the western and southern plains, I think uh, we really take off. I think it just lights a fire under the feeder market. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think either way, you're still continuing your uptrend. I think there's still some upside to go here for both lives and feeders. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.